Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.
Hello? The moderator has left the conference. Hello? Jose, are you there? Jose, I see you're there, but I can't hear you. Rosanna? I hear you. <laughs> hey, well, I. <laughs> it looks like there'll be anyone in the call. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You were muted, and I went online, and I unmuted um, you. Wonderful. Well, this is a new beginning. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Wonderful. Uh, this, oh. is Car this is Carla, right? Yes, it looks like Chris is Mary. Is it Mary? 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 Oh, crap. Mary? She may have muted herself. Well, she was muted on the board until I just uh, went on there. 
I'm I just logged in as a host and I muted you and then muted it says anonymous, so I'm just guessing it's her. How you doing, Bazena? Talk to you. Is this your first time in doing the technology? I'm actually not going in technology. I, I'm looking, I'm seeing it's recording. It looks like it's recording, and I wasn't, I just went on the call, and the music was playing, and the music was playing, and the music was playing, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll log on as the host and see what's going on now. Yeah, whoever it is is dropped off. Um, well, this so, is a this is a new time. Yeah. For us uh, in three, is this your usual time for two? Um, no. Well, this is an extra because what the email said is that they were so. Am I not supposed to be online? I thought it was for two and three, right? I think so. I know that I think that three has been moved to this evening. Well, I can drop off. I mean. I'm in too, but um, I thought the email said that um, two and two and three were going to be combined. Yes, well, yeah. But but two was still saying, and three was moving, so it's kind of confusing. Well, I think you're absolutely right. Two and three, I think, are combined now in this community call. So um, I guess we're the two or more that's gathered. <laughs> Absolutely. How about how about praying in? I'll pray. Okay, pray in. It's wonderful suggestion, but then um, wow. I'm just gonna connect in with my heart, and uh, I'm so grateful for even this connection uh, between the two of us and whoever else comes on later or listens later. So grateful for this opportunity, another opportunity, which is really an example of all of our lives. All of our lives are an opportunity and we are so grateful for to be able to see all those opportunities as well as this one. We are available and open to receiving whatever teaching and learning we we are we get in this time together and grateful for <laughs> really connected so grateful for this time and anybody else who who joins us to to connect uh, so amen I'm not really, didn't really pray well, but That's see Maura's here. It's a wonderful beginning. Maura, well, she's muted now. Let me unmute her. Maura? Hi. <clears throat> I just tuned in. <laughs> Hello. I, I, did, made a, I made a, 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 an attempt at praying. Did uh, you hear? No, just the last few minutes. Oh, well, I, sorry, just the last few seconds. 
Well, for some reason, everybody's been muted. I mean, the recording looks like it started, but um, I haven't oh, no. the long... It, it it wouldn't be well. Um, I only just rang in a few seconds ago. So if you're concerned about whether things are being recorded or heard, best ask someone who's been on the line for the last ten minutes because I haven't. Well, uh, anyhow, we'll just let it slow go. Is this fine? Um, I just saw. I'm just looking at the board. So. What's up? There's three versus the Zena, right? Is that, you want to say hello? I mean, I, I'm not trying to control anything. Anybody no. else wants to speak? It's fine. No, Carla, go right ahead. You're doing splendidly. <laughs> ah, thank you. Um, yeah, so, um, what's going on? Anybody want to speak up? So this is our um, shared Masterful 2 and 3 class call? Yeah. Right. And yeah, and, and and um, so it, there's just three of us, did you say? You, Carla, Moira, and what's the other woman's name? Bojena. Bojena. Hi, Bojena. Hello, Moira. Are you in Australia? Yes, on the East Coast. We're in Melbourne? No, no, I'm actually from Melbourne, but um, at the moment I live near the easternmost tip, Byron Bay, um, halfway up the country. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. It's nice. Subtropics, semi-tropics. I, I have a friend who lives in Melbourne. Oh, yes. Yeah, Melbourne's a great place. It's just a bit cold for me. Really? So you must like it really hot. I yeah, I'm I'm sensitive to cold, so uh, I like living in the subtropics. They suit me. Wonderful, Carla. Yeah. You're on, you're on the west coast. I am. I'm in Oregon. You're in Oregon. Well, I'm in New York City. Oh. I'd love to go. Well, if you come to New York City, Mara, then by all means, let me know. Oh, yes. yes. So, what's happening? What are some of the latest adventures we're having? Well, I found it interesting to listen to um, the meditation, well, you know, to do the meditation that Jennifer took MLC2 through yesterday. And um, because it, you know, she was basing it, I think she was reading it from Patricia Coderobler's book. Yes. I think she was, yeah. And... Um, I, I, when I, I started to listen to, um, Patricia and Jennifer's chat on Living a Course in Miracles, uh, last week. And, um, I found myself, you know, just like rolling my, uh, rolling my eyes and thinking, oh my goodness, 
you know, what is all this attachment to flames and rays and, and you know, symbols? So I turned it off. I did not feel um, drawn towards at all, you know, talking about symbols and rays and flames and, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, when the meditation yesterday, um, I found it, I enjoyed it and I found it um, very easy to incorporate the image of the flames into my understanding of, which is, you know, kind of, you know, we've got lots of holes in it, but my understanding of, you know, what it is we are, you know, and the nature of um, our our existence at so many levels, you know, at all the levels, you know, the way we walk around on the earth and also, you know, the the way our higher selves are joined and the energetic properties of that. Anyway, it, it's so subtle I couldn't can't put it into words. But um, I thought, well, okay, they're symbols. But oh, okay, maybe they are actually meaningful symbols for different aspects of <laughs> the way things are. And so they're like parables. The one word that has worked for me and has allowed me to open is the word qualities. Qualities. Oh, yes. Right. Qualities. There there are qualities. When we interact with other people, sometimes we have an experience of being touched by something in someone else. It could be Mm. a warmth or a joy uh, or a spontaneity um, or a caring or a compassion. And all of these are qualities. And when we think of the rays or the flames, I actually prefer the word light. It allows me to open more easily when I say light. And when I think quality, it's like the sun is shining in a particular way and you open to that, to that quality of sunshine and that helps me to relax rather than when I hear other words my my mind becomes entangled it goes on tangents it wants to say symbols of symbols and more symbols and what does this mean and could it mean that and symbols often come with 
associations, and that, for me, it gets me off track. Yes. So, for me, in in my recent opening to the flames, I like to use light, and I like to I like to feel qualities, and that for me has made all the difference. So, yeah, that's very helpful, Bojana. Um, so rather than you um, seeing, imagining, feeling and associating with the properties of flames and rays, you is it that you um, rather see the... You, you, you perceive... You, you, um, uh, consider the flames and the rays as representing qualities. Not only representing, but being qualities. They right. are they are qualities. They don't represent qualities. It's like um, let's see. Uh, a poor analogy would be uh, different temperatures, but you experience them. This, you said that you prefer to be in a subtropic climate. Well, that's mm. a certain temperature. And in the same way, uh, I experience the flames as qualities that you can feel. Um, let's see what else comes up. Carla, is there something that comes to mind to you? Um, well, I guess um, I'm kind of on a little different track, but what comes to me is um, I'm really enjoying listening to both of you because what it connects with me is that, uh, that which is really important, is that we the second lesson in the course, that we give everything, all the meaning it has for us, and so I, I see it as you're doing it in a way that's helpful, that's, that's helping you, and that um, to be able to shift the world, I see, I see more eyes doing it as whereas she had a way of looking at the, at the flames and it wasn't helping her, but then she shifted the meaning that she made of it to so it would help her. And that's what you do to present it by saying how you uh, see it. I I don't know. I'm still really new to working with the flames and with the rays. I, I, I'm not sure I really have been able to do that for myself yet. Um, does that um, help at all? Or? Uh, you know, everyone begins someplace. Everyone has their own starting point. Mm -hmm. One of the things I found helpful is that if a word doesn't resonate with me, I look, I've learned to look for an equivalent that has mm -hmm. a better resonance, that allows me to feel into it. Mm -hmm. 
for example, that there are a number of words and the meditation was wonderful. I didn't hear it in your class, I heard it in mine. Uh, and I have the book open to the meditation. And there are a number of, of concepts such as the phrase immaculate concept. Oh yeah, that was good. Uh, sometimes if I hear immaculate concept, for me, in my growing up, uh, that has a little bit of a weight attached to it from my quasi-Catholic upbringing. Mm. So mm -hmm. I, I simplify it as image, as truth. Mm. And when I hear that, it just kind of penetrates right in. It, 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 I can absorb it easily. I don't stop. A part of my mind doesn't stop and say, what's that immaculate concept? But it has to do with what Mother Mary is holding for us today. I don't, I didn't hear your class, but in order to really allow oneself to, to sink into that meditation, I think it helps to have a relationship with Mother Mary and to know not only the historical story, but to have an understanding of what she represents today, here and now as well. And that is she has, oh, she has taken on as she did for Jesus' life in holding in mind his perfection, his life when he passed and came back, she was given and accepted the task of holding the image of perfection for every soul. Hmm. She is a big mother reminder. When we forget, when we get off track, if we turn just in thought to her, we don't even have to say anything because our desire will speak for itself. She will remind us with a, a, an emanation, a feel into putting something into our feeling world, into our feelings that, that reminds us, oh, I'm not that really. And that, that's, that's like, um, a flow to toggle us back to our, to our true self, to our true image as the holy daughters of God we are. And so once you once you get that in your mind, then you can sink into that meditation, which is beautiful. And Jennifer delivered it so beautifully, with so much feeling, 
so much love. Wow, that's really beautiful, but then it's just, uh, can, I, can I hypnotize just listening to you <laughs> describe it? Yeah, that was, that was, that was really great. I'd never heard, um, you know, um, Mother Mary being referred to as the Immaculate Concept, rather just the conception. I too was brought up Catholic. Um, but as soon as, um, yeah, the meditation referred to the Immaculate Concept as Mother Mary, I immediately got it. Oh, right. She represents, or she is, or the idea of her is to represent, something like that. Yeah, the idea of the Immaculate Concept of, Hmm. I don't know what quite what it is. Maybe our innocence. It's, it's our perfection. It's who we are in truth. Right. Cool. Yeah. That's... Our perfection, our wholeness, our completeness. Hmm. Our light body. We are light bodies. Only now our our bodies are darkened through the false belief and thoughts, so that our we are not able to see the light, and the light does not project. But our higher selves can help us to regain our luminosity, which is a term venerable uses. You have classes with venerable, right? Yeah. She uses the word luminosity, which is wonderful. Mm. It's easy, luminosity. I love the way that sounds. Uh-huh. Think of yourself as a luminous being. Just imagine that for a moment. Yes, it's starting to tie in together, starting to fall into place. It uh, it takes a little bit of time. Sure. For most of us, these are, for the most part, new concepts, new approaches. And they dribble in little bit by little bit, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. But something always happens, whether we're aware of it or not. And I think it's important to honor that. Something always happens? 
something is we're always affected. There's always some goodness that we absorb. And I think it's important not to judge ourselves if we say, well, I didn't quite get that or that sounded really foreign. That's fine. All of those things are fine. Well, you really um I I don't know, I really um I hear your voice is like a calm uh, a calm breeze in in um in the or maybe even a, a golden ray in like the a storm of my soul right now. Oh, wonderful. Do you have, do either one of you have an image of Mother Mary that you like? Uh, no. Thank well, you. I'm a little technologically behind the eight ball. I posted one in ML3. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I posted it in M in ML2, um, but I will. It usually takes me a little while <laughs> to figure out how to do that. But having an image, I have found to be really, really helpful. It's almost grounding, huh? Like an image kind of grounds you to that? Yes. It it allows for a contact. It allows for a contact. Um, I think my... Uh, when, when you said image, um, Bojana, I, um, I thought, oh... You, I thought, oh, an image in my mind. And um, I immediately thought of, um, you know, the statue of um, Mary, you know, wearing blue and white robes in church. But um, what's more important to me is the feeling I have. Um, and I've never been particularly attached to, you know, um, the Holy Family. You know, I've kind of left that stuff behind, you know, with Catholicism. But if I do think about it, uh, the feeling I have is um, of warmth, motherliness, unconditional love. I, I don't, I just posted the image that I like so much on ML2. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether you can access it. Um, 
but if you can, you'll understand a little bit better my own feeling. I left Mother Mary behind a long time ago as well, and my own relationship I have not really began just a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. And um, it has been increasing all the time. It started with accepting the Mother God side. The Mother God? The Mother God. There mm-hmm. are aspects. I was so accustomed to the Power God, the Father God side. Oh, and, yeah. and one day I was guided to think of accepting Mother God love. And it opened my heart like nothing else has done. Just the word, Mother God love. You can take that on the pink ray, the third ray. Yeah, that would have to be pink. Of love through Master Paul the Venetian with the archangels Samuel and Charity and the Elohim, Heros, and Amora, um, the angels of, of form. But just the word Mother God love shifted the whole kit and caboodle, as Americans say, right, Carla? It just shifted the whole shebang. And it opened the relationship with Mother Mary. And that has been intensifying and intensifying and and just becoming so much more a part of my inner horizon. And it's making all the difference in the world in being able to open my heart, which has been closed a really, really, really long time. It has made an incredibly significant difference. An incredibly significant what? Difference. Mm. To explore this mother... Yes. Mother God love. Mother God love. Mm. I'm looking at the... Now, mm-hmm. it's um, yes, a very sweet old-fashioned image. Yes, strikes me as um, sort of um, southern southern European in origin. Uh, quite possibly. Mm. I really like the the heart glow thing. The fire, or whatever you want to, however you want to describe it, or however you describe it. Yeah, just sitting with the image. Just sitting with the image. That's it. Nothing connecting without asking any questions or any expectations. Just being with it for a while. I have it on my phone now, and I um, 
That's a really new thing for me. Yeah, I was on the, was on the, the sacred circle call today and I told Jennifer that it's been really challenging for me the last couple of weeks and, and, uh, I guess what I heard from her response, <laughs> and I'll probably listen to it again, but what I heard is that, um, um, I've been working a lot in form, and so what you're speaking within is kind of reminding me again um, it's given me an opportunity to choose to you know think about it differently you know? would you like to elaborate a little bit? about the sacred circle call or what's going on with me or what what's going on for you <laughs> oh no. it's, I, it's interesting because I have asked for you know I know it, what's coming to me is that I'm getting probably what I asked and um, that um I'm having a lot of challenging things in form in my with my house. Like I like more I don't think I knew when I spoke to you how much it was gonna cost. Yeah. Yeah, but it cost me almost six thousand dollars <laughs> to fix my plumbing drain and my kitchen had to be all redone. And it's just freaking me out because I used to own my house outright I and I owned, owed no money and so this is all in form and so I know this is an opportunity to for me to trust which is what I asked for which is my aspiration to trust and my goal is to be open and willing to allow, and that's exactly what is happening. <laughs> oh my goodness, it, uh, it's really challenging. Well, Carla, where do you see your supply? Are you? Does the need? for supply offer you an opportunity to affirm the infinite source of your supply? I think I'm definitely blocking that because um, I know like this this affirmation came to me like I don't know five years ago, three years ago that um if it's words but if, that I am loving and lovable, loved by the universe and supported in all things, safe, healed and whole, I forgive freely and naturally. And 
I used to really feel that through that those that sang and and really feel uh supported and connected and that everything is um in my life I know is divinely guided and it's amazing how things happen that when I and at the beginning they don't seem very and that's where I am. I'm in I'm at the beginning of something, I think. And it doesn't <laughs> I'm totally judging it that I don't like how it looks. <laughs> and um and really feel stuck in black right now, totally. I'm not well, able to feel that um, right now. Well, let's stay with us with that for a moment. So you're experiencing a feeling of lack. It's fear. I mean... So you're focused. A part of you is focused on lack. I tried to... I'm trying to release thoughts. Just thinking for me has seemed... Lately, it's been very... Um, not helpful, for sure. And so I've been trying to release the thinking part of it, the making stories that I'm doing, and uh, and that all that does is create more fear and more feelings of supporting that lack or whatever. And uh, I've been trying to let it go, and while I let them go, I'm feeling fine, but then I come back to the world and the fact that I have to, it seems like I need to pay bills and take care of things in the world, and it really pulls me out of that. I can't stay. I, it's very challenging right now. Just, it seems like... Um, to stay in that feeling. Can you partner in and partner up? Can you say, here, take this feeling of lack, I accept this feeling of lack, it is here, and I now place it, I now give it to the Holy Spirit within, and Holy Spirit, will take care of the feeling of lack and the perception that I need something. And I will then come from a place of being all that is, and all that is will show up as the means to pay whatever I need to pay. To shift from... Just to accept the lack, accept the feeling of lack. It's here already. And then simply partner in and up. Place it in your heart. And offer it 
to your higher Holy Spirit Self and thank your higher Holy Spirit Self for taking care of it. Because in God there is no lack. And then trust. There's your big opportunity to trust. That's that my, that's my you'll aspiration. Have yeah. You'll have what you need. I tell you why you're speaking, Belinda. I'm like crying because when I spoke on the Sacred Circle today, it, Jennifer had so correct and she spoke of willingness and for some reason while you're talking so I realized that uh, for some reason I'm judging myself as not being willing and so while you were speaking I told myself that that's not true it may seem like it's true. It's not true. But not being willing for what? Can you fill that out a little bit? To not let go. To let go of... Instead of letting go, how about saying to yourself, opening up to your higher self? Mm-hmm. That does feel better. Opening up. Instead of letting go of what's there and wanting to change it, we don't let it go and we don't want to change it. We simply open up to the higher self and share it there. Open up and share. Well, what came to me when you were speaking is that I've been feeling like I need to let go and release. And what came to me is that that's really not required. I need to add to add to because if I add to then whatever I add to it like love and trust or open, whatever I'm opening up to like you're speaking if you add to it then it's like a dish when you're when you're making a dish and you add an ingredient to it and it's some ingredients overpower because love and trust are so much more powerful than fear and lack. Beautiful, Carla. You're doing your, you know, you're walking, walking the journey right there. Yeah. Thank you, Sometimes it only takes a shift, a tiny, tiny shift. The perception is there. Now you're adding to it the light. Mm -hmm. 
and the light will take care of the darkness, of the illusion. If you trust with God everything is possible, and your higher Holy Spirit self is an expression of God, then you can trust that it will show up. A couple of years ago, I went through a really difficult time, majorly, majorly stressful time, and I needed desperately to pay my rent. And I was just on the beginning of learning how to trust. And I said, God Almighty, I have no other choice. I'm going to trust that I will get the $500 I need. I'm not going to wonder where it's going to come from or how or when. I'm just going to trust that I will have what I need. A check came in the mail for $500. From an insurance I had when I was working several years prior. It had been canceled years before. (laughs) Never in a million years could I have thought or sunk my way to think that that's where it would come from. It is a splendid opportunity for you to trust. And I'm just putting that out as a tiny example of what happens when you trust. You shift your gaze from the lack to trust. To trust in the light, in your own life. And when... We trust the whole universe moves. It's a crisis and it's an opportunity. Always they go hand in hand. Well, why are you speaking? What what actually comes to me is that that I thought I trusted before <laughs> and I'm saying that I really didn't and now I'm given another opportunity. You may have trusted a little bit. Don't doubt. You simply say here's an opportunity to fortify that trust, to go deeper into that trust. Because mm. You know, we have little trust, and we reach a little higher plateau. And on that plateau, then things come along that require a little bit more trust. And we get that down, and then we shift up again at some point in time, and it says, whoops, I'm going to need a little deeper trust. And that's how we strengthen, like a muscle. So you're doing splendidly. 
Okay. Thanks. I'm, I'm feeling guilty now because more has been quiet. <laughs> Still there? Say again. Well, enough of the enough of the guilt. Everything's right. It's good that <laughs> I had time. That I had time to listen. All right. Yeah. It's amazing. I guess this is this 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 uh, call is perfect because. Um, Getting more, more. There's more time because there's only a few. There's only three of us, and so there's more time for each of us to share. We get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. It's always perfect. Mm. Yes, it is. We have a little bit more time left. Moira, is there something on your mind? Hmm. Um, I don't think so. I'm doing pretty good at the moment. Um, I had chat, had my one-on-one with Jennifer um, the other day. And... Um, yeah, I spoke to her about, um, you know, the intensive opportunities for healing that have been coming up uh, with um, increasing frequency over the last, well, basically since I got back from Baja, you know, since I got back from America. Mm. Um, and um, it's been... It's been great the way, I mean, it's been pretty challenging, you know. But, um, yeah, it has been good the way my, these, you know, healing opportunities, i.e. stressful situations that press my buttons, have uh, come in such a way, there seems to be a, um, a neon sign or at least a sign attached to them nowadays, which says you can heal this more. This is a healing opportunity. You can do this. You can do it now. Uh, whereas before, you know, they were just, oh, there's my negative thinking again, and um, I can't get out of it because, you know, uh, but um, yeah. So I've been presented with um, same old stresses but I've been handling them much better by you know taking charge and you know and the, and the mind is healing uh, I heard someone say earlier just did, did I hear it earlier or did I hear it in um, when I was listening to a replay of a February call an hour ago but someone was saying I think it was Jennifer Perhaps the you know when the mind heals, it's easier to um, catch the healing opportunities and to correct 
to do the course correction as the mind heals and one becomes more aware of um, the healing opportunity in each upset. And I've been doing that and that's been fantastic and um doesn't mean I'm not suffering because, you know, I still go through, you know, I still, um, you know, go through a couple of hours here and there or a few hours here and there where, you know, um, I think, oh, I'm not healing. It's not working. I feel hopeless. I'm helpless. I'll never get another job. I'll never have another boyfriend. I'll never do this, never get a career. I'll never start thinking clearly again. It's all ridiculous. And then um, I remember, oh, hang on, I can hand that over. Oh, hang on, I can partner up with my Holy Spirit self. Oh, hang on, I can, um, you know... Check the evidence for that thought, you know. Um, can you hold yourself in love? Can you hold that part of you in love? Can I hold the what? Can you embrace that part of you with love? Yes, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, as the healing progresses, once I get into... Yeah, have more compassion for myself and, you know, recognition that, you know, all those, all that crappy thinking and the negative, and the automatic negative thinking and the negative attributions and the, and the, um, spiral into, you know, victimhooding. It's, they're all just symptoms. And, um, I don't need to, you know, take them seriously anymore. They're just symptoms that, that are signposts for, um, you know, healing. And I don't need to take them seriously anymore. All I need to do is just, yeah, see them as signposts for healing. Mm. Wake up. Final alarm clock. visual. I like that. Signpost. Mm. Healing opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my favorite words, opportunities. Mm-hmm. And discovered, um, when I discovered that word, it changed my life. Yeah, yeah it entails choice, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Choice. Which us victims, you know, are not always um, comfortable <laughs> with. <sighs> Yeah, Jennifer reminded me because um, God bless her, she keeps notes. You know, when we have one-on-ones, and um, she reminded me that in our last one-on-one at the end of last year, I had said to her that I felt a breakthrough coming, and that I felt I would have a breakthrough after our Baha retreat. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And um, so, of course, this is, here it is. Here's the healing breakthrough. Yeah. So it's great to be reminded of that. You know, that I do have a handle on, you know, my life and my healing process. Mm. Which is, you know, 
that's empowering and, you know, good for my self-esteem as well, you know, to remember I do know what's going on. I can, I do have a handle on it. It builds confidence. Yeah, it does. Valid, and it validates. And it so validates the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's wonderful. Hmm. And even and and even bigger is that um, I'm. I mean, I've known intellectually for quite a while. You know, the last because I've been off work for the last year and a half because um, my last employer bullied me so extremely. They presented me with such an extreme opportunity for me to go into and recognise my unhealed childhood trauma, um, you know, so that I had to quit. I couldn't function at work anymore and so, you know, I've been off work for the last 18 months and um, still thinking unclearly, you know, with a, you know, whether it's menopause or trauma or, you know. But, um, but... I'm beginning. I'm. I'm more and more not just knowing it, but also feeling it to be true. That my life at the moment is actually perfect for me. Um, that the previous symptoms of my hopelessness, i.e., no husband, no children, no career, no job, no house. Um, They are in fact now blessings because the fact that I don't have children, husband, demanding career, mortgage, it actually gives me all this freedom to heal. You know, I can actually sit at home and study and um, hang out with my pets and my neighbours and my friends and um, spend heaps and heaps and heaps of time exercising my body, training my mind, doing mastery journal, doing masterful living, talking to my prayer partners. It's all perfect. So grateful that I'm able to do all this. And I'm only able to do all this because... I'm um, unemployed and live by myself and don't have anyone to look after except two healthy and lovely pets and myself. So, um, yeah, I'm opening up to um, the blessings and the rightness and the healing opportunities in my life. Really opening up more and more. There's that word again, opening up. Yeah, that was good when you used that term, um, Bojena, mm-hmm. when you were talking to um, Carlo a little while ago. That was great, opening up to the Holy Spirit. That was really good. That was that felt in my body because I feel mm-hmm. that felt good to open up. We open up our hearts. We open up to the Holy Spirit. We open up to the light. We open up to the rays. It's like you lie down in the early morning sunshine and you just soak it up. You open up. You just, when you lie down on the beach, 
you just let yourself relax and you open up? Yeah. It's like the analogy that comes to mind is, um, like you suggested, Carla, open up to the Holy Spirit rather than, um, I forget your alternatives, but rather than perhaps, rather than handing it over or um, or giving it up, trying to give it up, just open it up. Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, an analogy sounds like, well, if I've got an infected toe, I'm not just going to like take my foot off and put it outside in the sun, you know, because then I'm separating myself from my infected foot. It's rather better that I go outside and take my foot outside and my whole being be opened up to the healing opportunity, you know, that I join with my foot and join with the sun in the healing. Uh, that's a very important observation that we don't make an enemy within that we don't yeah. come that we don't become uh, uh, what's the word for which I'm looking um, our own enemies our own enemies that we split a part of us and see it as an enemy perfect yeah. perfect analogy hmm well, we're at time. Yes. I don't know oh. how. I guess Jennifer will have to go in or somebody will go in and re- download this. I don't know how to do that. But uh, does somebody want to pray out? I have something I'd like to read. Sure. If it's all right. Uh, from uh, it's the same book from where Jennifer read her meditation. Mm-hmm. If it's all right with everybody. Sure. Lovely. Um, and before we sign out, I'd just like to say um, I'm so glad to participate in the community call. I mean, I've got prayer partners and I have talks with Carla every week, mm-hmm. but um, this is lovely to, you know, um, do three, three of us and hopefully mm-hmm. more and hopefully more twos and threes will join us in the future because... Um, Oh, it's lovely. Thank you, both of you, Gina and Carla. You do. Well, let's take a deep breath into our hearts and breathe out the gratitude to Jennifer and to everyone who will listen. May they be blessed by a word or two and receive from this time whatever they needed the most. I know God is in me and I am in God. And therefore I clearly remember I am one with God. I am a being of radiant light. I am one with the energy and vibration that is the all-encompassing presence of God. I am one with the divine love that fills the universe with the glory of itself. 
I am one with every particle of life. I am one with the divine plan for planet Earth. And I am one with the limitless flow of God's abundance. I am that I am. We allow it, we accept it, we know it to be so. We affirm it for everyone. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. Have a wonderful week, everybody. All right, you too, yes. everybody. Yeah. Love. Thank you, Madhu. Thank you. Bye-bye. For holding the space there. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, darlings. The moderator has left the conference.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.